Well, hello everyone. It's Pam. It's time to chat. Pammy's Chit Chats here on August 31st, 2020. Last day of the very long month of August. It's raining in the Palm Beaches where I reside with my partner Gary, also known as Gaz. But it is hurricane rainy season, so what do you expect? We still have a couple months to go of that. So, um, I like the rain though, and the sunrise was very beautiful this morning. I am one of those weird people who is not a morning person, but I get up in the morning anyway. And I like the quiet. I like having my Ely coffee in my favorite mug. My favorite mug being one that Gary stole from our fabulous hotel that we stayed at in uh, Palm Springs, which we also love, and we would be going back there next month, except we had to cancel it uh, because of where we are with COVID-19, but the mug says 350 on it because that was where we stayed. We love Palm Springs. He did take it, that is true, but we were leaving very early in the morning when we left Palm Springs in 2018 when we were there. And so he took it. <laughs> he doesn't even drink coffee. So he became a criminal for me. Now that's love. Uh, but he immediately left a message for the manager and fessed up what he'd done and said, you know, add, please add it to our bill. So he wasn't, he wasn't quite the badass that uh, making him out to be. Oh, but he is. He is. Anyway, um, Several things to talk about today. I want to talk about Cher and Britney Spears in that connection. Um, I want to talk about a pig and a brain, Princess Diana. And uh, the only political thing I promise today is about a dog. So let's get to it. Just uh, get comfy in your chair. Just sit back, drink your afternoon beverage because it is afternoon. Uh, and while I am not a morning person, not the kind of person you want to hang out with necessarily in the morning because I'm just not talkative. It's not that I'm horrible. I'm just not talkative. Um, and, I, and I'm this enigma because I'm also this terrible night owl. So I stay up late. I've never required a lot of sleep, much to the chagrin of my mother, who could not get me to nap as a child. It was a, it was a challenge for her because I just uh, stay awake. Hey, I don't miss anything, you know. Things are going on, people. Um, okay, so uh, let's get to it. Let's talk a little bit about Cher and Britney Spears because I don't know if you're familiar with the uh, Free Britney movement. Her fans are very worried about her. She has been under a conservatorship for a lot of years with her father in charge. And now everything is kind of changing. Uh, her father became very ill. She stopped working, stopped her Vegas show. I don't think she's worked in about a year and a half. And I don't know his health status now, but they're they're making some changes. He's still in charge uh, of her, of her life, and all of her decisions. And but they brought in her sister, her younger sister Jamie Lynn, to be a trustee of. Britney's money. Uh, what the Free Britney people are saying is uh, we want to know what's wrong with her and then Cher weighed in on Twitter with her 
She has a big voice, and she brought it to bear. She literally has a big voice, and figuratively, she brought her, her, her two cents into this. Now, the thing is, I get what everyone is saying and the concern, and when people speak out like this, it's like Richard Simmons. I, I met him. Um, he was a really nice guy. He was at the newspaper that I worked at. Uh, for a promotional thing, and he, he was coming down the hall, and he said, I want to have my picture made with you. A uh, really, really nice guy, but he went he went uh, off the grid, and people were very worried about him, and so it's always out of concern, I think, when people do do this, but you don't know the situation within a family. Now, what Cher is saying, I kind of agree with her. It really isn't any of her business, and I'm all about I take care of my business, you take care of yours. Near the twain shall meet. Big on that. Respect privacy, big on that. But she was just saying that this has been going on for a long time. So perhaps it would behoove Britney Spears to have uninterested parties. In other words, people that didn't benefit from Britney recording music, releasing music, performing uh, where they don't, they're not really all up in her money to put it into the hands of professional people who manage trust accounts. And that's pretty easy to do. Uh, every bank has a trust investment department that does that very thing for huge amounts of money, huge portfolios. It's not a, a simple thing. So, while there are other people it definitely involved in Britney Spears' situation financially and so forth, her family is leading that charge, and so that was Cher's concern. Now, people are bashing Cher. While they love her, um, they think that she should bet out. Um, so, as I said, I think mostly people are concerned. I did get to hang out with Cher. I did meet her. Um, anyway, I got to hang out with her in a restaurant, just she and I hanging out, and she is very quiet, and not what you think, very well-spoken, and fun, and funny, and I loved, I loved, I loved that I, you know, have this in my arsenal of share, and she's about my height, and uh, at that time, she was about my, um, my size, my, my frame, kind of this, kind of the same, I have no idea now, but uh, that was, that was going on then. So we'll see what happens with Britney Spears if anything comes of of Cher's uh, tweet and uh, and her interference. Today marks the anniversary, sadly, of the death of Princess Diana in 1997. There continues to be a a conspiracy, huge conspiracy theory about that wreck and her death. And what's the real story? Many people debunk these theories and say it was a tragic accident and others believe that it was a conspiracy so I don't know um, looking at the car that it happened in was refreshing my memory on what the car looked like this morning and it's a miracle anyone survived and the only one that did was actually Diana's bodyguard who was seated directly in front of her and wearing a seatbelt the only one in the car that survived and he was wearing a seatbelt. They said if Diane had been wearing a seatbelt, she probably would have. She had some broken bones and uh, and some things like that. But uh, 
it, it's odd that a uh, they said that a bodyguard would actually have a seatbelt on because they like to be free in case of an emergency. They need free movement, but he was wearing that. He has he had a very severe head injuries. So I don't know what whatever became of him, but according to the pathologist that had to testify about this, the the actual injury that happened to, to Diana because she was awake and talking to the rescuers and so forth. And they kept her in that car for such a long time. That was the suspicious thing to me. It's like, why not move her, get her to a hospital? Uh, but when they got her into the ambulance, finally, uh, then she lost consciousness and never awoke. And But she was alive when she arrived at the hospital, as this is the story that we get. And she went into surgery where they found this tear in a, a very tiny vein to the lung. And the pathologist that testified said in all of his years, many, many years as a pathologist, he had never seen that kind of injury. So again, that leads to, well, isn't that weird? She was alive, she got in the ambulance, and then stuff happened, she lost consciousness. So it's a very... It's, it's like the Kennedy assassination, where it will never be resolved and people will have their own theories uh, about how Princess Diane died. It was, it's so, so tragic. But as if Harry hasn't suffered enough, he and Meghan Markle are damned if they do and damned if they don't. No matter what they do, whether it's in Great Britain or in this country, oh, it's just going to, people are going to be all over them. They bought a, a big house, talked about it the other day in Montecito in the, uh, Santa Barbara area of California, and their neighbors are mad. They're mad because they're mad at, at Harry and Meghan because their little private enclave there in Montecito of the billionaires and the ultra rich, um, they just don't like the paparazzi is now coming in the area and helicopters and drones, and they're blaming Harry and Meghan. What are they supposed to do about it? I mean, seriously, what are they supposed to do? We have boats. That, that go by us all the time. <laughs> and we can help put that they blare their music, that they fly their political flags we don't like. Just yesterday, just yesterday, this big storm came up, and Gary and I are sitting outside uh, on our terrace watching. It was glorious. It was fabulous, light storm. And this boat came by with these idiot guys. Oh, it was late. It was getting toward dark. And so you're probably looking at drinking. And this guy was standing at the front of the boat, pouring rain on him, and he's saying, F you storm loud, screaming it. We could hear it. It's like, well, we can't control that. Do we like to see these idiots? No, we don't. But we live here where they go by. So it's the same thing. You And, and go by a mountain. Go by a mountaintop where you can be all alone. And then you don't have to be around other people. Harry and Meghan have no control. But it's like, well, Oprah lives here. And, the, oh, the, the freaking Kardashians. And uh, Ellen DeGeneres, really, you know, ultra-rich, very famous people. And the non-famous are getting annoyed because they're being bothered. I'm so sorry for them. Tough. Tough stuff. This is, you know what? Like I said, Move. You're living in California where there are celebrities and stuff like that. So, you know what? Move to Montana. Move to Montana where 
Kanye is buying all this ranch and stuff where you can be out all alone. Uh, you know, move someplace where you're not in civilization. I don't feel sorry for you, tough. What was said to me today, um, Adam Schiff, if you know this uh, politician, Adam Schiff, I like him very much. And um, this is the only thing political, I swear I'm going to say today, is that his dog passed away. It looked like a German Shepherd, and I believe her name was Mia, and I believe he said she was 13. And it's very heartbreaking to me when people lose their dogs because your dogs are, they're your family, and they're your companion, and they live with you for a long time, and they're a big part of your life if you are a certain kind of, of dog person. So it made me sad to see that, but I'm sure that his dog had a great life while she was while she was alive. Um, one little tidbit uh, that it's not really political, but I don't really understand it. There was a story on TMZ, 30 Mile Zone, uh, about a convenience store in Burleson, Texas, where this African American man was at an ATM. And someone called the police on him because he was tra having trouble with the machine. And so the, the Burleson, Texas police arrived and questioned him. And he said, oh, he, his wife had broken down uh, and he was trying to get money in, in her car. He was trying to hurry to get to her and he, for, he forgot his password. He, couldn't, he was rattled. He couldn't think of his password. And so he had tried several cards and none of them worked. And so the, this other customer called it in to the police as suspicious of this man standing there trying to get money. They made him go through every card in his wallet and they compared it to his driver's license to make sure that he was who he said he was and that these were his cards. Every single thing in his wallet and then they let him go, because guess what? They were. And he really had forgotten his password. It's happened to me before. Uh, it was years ago, and I was going to lunch with my mother and my sister, and I didn't have any cash. And this place we were going only took cash. It was like a little tea room, and so they only took cash. And they went on and got a table, and I rushed to the bank, to the ATM, and I went, oh crap, I just went blank on my, uh, on my pen. I forgot my pen number. And just it just blanked out. And the problem was I had already put my card in. And then I went, and then I blanked out. Well, you know what, ha you may not know what happens, but let me tell you what happens. This is the one and only time it's ever happened to me. But they keep your card. They don't give you any other, they don't like send it back out. It's like it's in there. And if you don't put your pen in, in the in right amount of time, they keep your card. Yeah, so I had to go and meet my mother and my sister and say, hey, I don't have any money. Um, so, you know, can you help a kid out? <laughs> so it happens. So people, I don't know, we, we, we've, got to, we've got to be better. We've got to be better. Um, Elon Musk. Uh, he's a weird guy, but he's trying to do things. He he really is, but he is weird, I mean, in my opinion. Uh, have you heard about Gertrude the pig? Well, they've implanted Gertrude with a brain chip. Yeah. And the thing about this is 
it's one of those things where Neuralink has potential to be really good. And Neuralink brain implant also has a chance to be very science fiction gone wrong-ish kind of thing. This pig, Gertrude, uh, they implanted her her brain. Uh, it's not embedded deep into her brain. It's just like on the surface. And the brain is very corrosive. And so they hope when they get it into people that it can last a long time. And who knew the brain was so corrosive? And and who really, are you sure you want something messing up in there? I don't know. But the, the, uh, the good news is uh, Gertrude is responding. It has to do with her snout, the way when she touches something, certain things with her snout, then they receive brain waves from this pig's brain that they can work on. Uh, the, the good thing about it that he says is they hope to use it in human, uh, for human illnesses, very serious ones, uh, spinal cord injuries, uh, ALS, Parkinson's, stroke, memory loss. There's a whole lot of things that, that he says, he claims this can be used for, but also a big, big part of it is for artificial intelligence where they will take, you know, your your brain, your 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 thought processes, your brain waves, and put it into artificial intelligence. Now I get that um, there are super smart people that wouldn't it be great to have information from their brain in artificial intelligence? I guess it's still I think it's very creepy and very weird and has all sorts of potential bad ramifications. I think. Um, but maybe not. But the good stuff is all this illness, spinal cord injuries, helping people walk again, regain body movement. So much good potentially can 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 come from it, I think. But but the other part, um, I, I I don't know really how I feel about that. We're it's a long way off. It's very very well. I say that. It's very expensive right now to do this, and these actual little devices that that they're using, um, they are not totally perfected. He hopes to get the cost down where if you have it done, it will be uh, no more expensive or uh, invasive than having LASIK eye surgery. Uh, right now it's really expensive, but in the future they hope to have it down to a few thousand dollars. Now, the, the, the rub of this, his former employees, and, and Elon Musk and these companies that are working on this, they're trying to hire a lot of people, and he wants to hire a lot of people to work on this technology for the brain. But his former employees are concerned, and they're worried. They're kind of sounding the alarm. They're going too fast, and they're, not, they're rushing their, their staff. The technicians, the people, the smart people that are doing this are really being put under the gun and very stressed out because, and they're quitting, many of them, because they're wanting results in weeks instead of months or longer. And you just can't turn this stuff around quickly like that. And you really shouldn't. Like the, you know, like the COVID-19 vaccine, who's going to be the first one to take it that's not in a trial, you know, to say, hey, you know, um, or even if you're in a trial, to when it hasn't been fully researched and tested. Same thing with these brain implants. 
who's going to be the first? Who will be the first to, to say, go ahead, slap it in my brain? Um, especially if you feel like these employees are saying they have not done due diligence. They have not put the research into it that needs to be. You're, you're messing around with the brain. I mean, it's the same thing I always said about the eyes. You know, you've got you've to let that procedure really mature before you let them mess with your eyes. And and then you go forth and do well. But uh, until then, I don't know. So Gertrude the pig um, has her uh, has her implant into into her brain, and uh, she is sending them brainwaves. So it's it's on the way. It's kind of like uh, when in vitro first came out, and you had uh, what was was it uh, Elizabeth uh, Louise baby Louise I think it was was the I believe I'm thinking right, um, the first in vitro baby. All of these things sound very sci-fi until they become reality. And it becomes the norm, and it isn't weird or strange at all. But the brain, oh, you know, that's a, that's dicey there. Anyway, whatever you're doing this week, uh, as you usher out the very long month of August, I hope that you are being kind, wearing a mask, finding little ways to do things for others, even if it is the tiniest little gesture, because we all need it. We need it right now. I hope you'll visit my other podcast, My Father's Tales and Travel Bistro. I hope you'll visit our website, northpalmbeachlife.com, and our YouTube channel by the same name. We make it easy. It's a lot of photos. If you're bored, just sum through. You can listen to my podcast anywhere you are on any device. And we're on many platforms as well, as you will find my, all of my podcasts on our website if you don't have iTunes or, or any other way to get it. There it is. It's there. Keep it real. Keep on keeping on. Stay with us.